podcast where happiness equals reality minus expectations. It's a show hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Scott. Welcome to episode 12, everybody. The dirty dozen. The, oh, a couple dozen, one dozen. One it, dozen it, in. And it's dirty. It's filthy. The eggs have had some dust on them, but uh, we keep doing shows. Another week of Timberwolves basketball in we've, the books. We've now made 11 more episodes than I thought we would. There we go. That's 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 okay, that's okay though. We started with one, and we thought, hey, how many more of these can we do? And a dozen or 11 more was not a prediction. You Happiness know? equals reality minus expectations. Yeah, that's that's how we roll over here at the podcast. Thank you for joining us this week, and uh, hopefully every week you can uh, check out our show on iTunes. Uh, search for it in your podcast app of choice. Also, just head over to TimberwolvesThePodcast.com. You can stream the show from there as well. Lots of different ways to listen. I like using the Overcast app. Ooh, that's my I, favorite too. I wonder if anyone's listening to this sped up. Maybe I should talk slower. Yeah. So if they have the two times voice speed, it'll just sound like I'm talking normally like this. You know, I if you're using Overcast, there's really no need to go up to 2x. Um, smart speed is what, yeah. you, is what you're going to want right. there. Smart it's really better. That way we don't sound like chipmunks, but it still cuts out the unnecessary gaps just in the like audio. Just like if there's a... Uh, uh, Awkward pause. There you go. It, it was just, just he, cut he right was, through those pauses. You flew right through that if right. you're listening uh, using the Overcast You might have app. not even got the joke if you're listening on Overcast. Yeah, you didn't speed. get it. Yeah, everyone else it's is like, like what's happening? A, a, awkward silence. So, yeah, <laughs> That's it's, right. it's a great way to listen to podcasts, by the way. If you're like a podcast junkie like we are, like I have so many podcasts, it's really hard to keep up with the release schedule, all of them. So I need something where I'm subscribed to all of them. Yes. And Overcast is so much better than the iTunes like app for podcasts. Yeah, you need, you need something reliable. You need something that's going to pull down all your favorite shows we hope uh that we're one of your favorite shows uh, we're talking about the timberwolves as always here thanks for joining us it's um, like we just got sponsored by them we're giving a shout out yeah totally that that, that could be well, while we're fight, while we're fighting for sponsorships i'm drinking a bell's hop slam it's my favorite beer Ooh, favorite beer in the world it's only out for like two weeks every year or so and i feel like if i talk about it right now we can at bells on twitter yeah and just be like hey bells we talked about the hop slam will you send scott a case last Yum. year he hid a bunch of them around his house so that throughout the year he would find them and then he'd be like wow i can have a hop slam in october hop slam ale um you know hopefully a future sponsor of this show amazing uh ipa beverage um so delicious you should go and not buy any of them because they're hard enough to get for myself and i've only got in you know, I've only bought like sixteen right now. I need to go home and stack up some more. Yeah, don't 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 hog them all. You know, go. Get I don't your, get paid till next Friday. Go, I can't buy more until next Friday. Go get yourself some hop slam, but um, you know, save some for Scott as well. That sounds like one of the fake beers I made up for the Target Center tap room. The yeah, hop slam. Yeah, it's like it's a slam two basketball dunk. words: a hop and a slam. It's like a hop slam dunk right there. Um, Slam dunk of hops in your face. Scott, let's talk about wolves right now Yeah, uh, in our main section. You First, mean this is a wolves podcast. Well, we should probably start talking about... Hop Slam Bells uh, podcast is a whole different thing we do. So. I, th- I think there's an overlap. Yeah, a l- little bit of overlap. Timberwolves fans and people who rely on alcohol to get them through the day. You know, I hope um, Nikola Pekovic and Kevin Garnett uh, you know, dig some Hop Slam or some, some Bells beer um, as, as they're sitting out because they got some time to chill. 
feel like right Peck now. does. I feel like KG's eating too healthy. You can't be in the league at his age if you're not doing one of those uh, paleo diets, you know? <laughs> he said he said that they had a team bonding session over turkey burgers. You know he's not oh, eating yeah. red meat. He's watching himself. <laughs> you're not eating red meat. You're not drinking beer. But, Just those turkey burgers. I mean, I'm sure Peck is drinking beer. We're missing both KG and Peck out right now. They are <laughs> on the bench. They're injured. KG has missed the last six games um, with what he calls a leg injury, not a knee injury. Uh, he um, spoke to the media the other day and, and clarified and said, it's just a leg injury, whatever that means. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, your knee is a part of your leg, Neil. Hey, you know? You're 39 years old. Uh, like, your, it's whole, like, your whole leg hurts. Yeah, I it's guess. like calling it a concussion head injury. It's like, yeah, it's part of your head. Peck has missed the last two games uh, with complications, recovering from Achilles surgery slash just being a 300-pound dude, uh, seven foot tall with uh, bad feet. I think it's really funny that you didn't put Kmart on this list. She's missed just as many games as these two guys hey. have, and we're not—we don't care at all. Yeah, about that. I mean, what I want to talk about here—I mean, it's not the really about guys. just injuries. But well, Kmart, you know, he's coming back, and you might also wonder how injured is he? Are we just resting him a few right. games? Like, who knows? Whereas Peck and KG, these injuries raise questions about the end of their careers. Yeah, absolutely. Peck, will he play again? Will he have to retire? And KG, will a lasting injury this season keep him from returning next season? So, a couple episodes ago, we talked about how happy we were that. Nikola Pekovic is back in the lineup. Great to have him, even in a backup role. Really nice. Um, played we also prefaced that with saying we didn't think he would ever play another game. We're like, this right. we really thought we're he like, was retired. This is bonus ball we're getting from Peck right here. Right. You know, so he played about 10 games, um, you know, averaging about 10 to 15 minutes per game. Uh, obviously, still coming back from that injury. So it was still kind of like a precautionary time, but he sat out the last two games. And uh, things um, don't sound good. Jerry Zagoda uh, wrote an article this week talking about this issue. Um, he writes, Pekovic has played 97 of 213 games since August 2013 when he signed a contract for which he is still owed $12.1 million for next season and $11.6 million for 17-18. Retirement, salary cap relief for the team, and insurance payments are all complicated questions that could come someday. That's, I think, what we should talk about right now. Well, let's it's, say you're Nikola kind of Pekovic. Weird situation, yeah. Let's say you're Nikola Pekovic, and you can choose to retire early because you know you'll never play a game. Or you could stay on the really good health care that the NBA provides their players. <laughs> I don't know what health care the NBA provides their retired players. I think there is something There's that something. they do give their retired players. But I can't imagine it's the Mayo Clinic's sports injury center in downtown Minneapolis. like Top of the line. When you can get free Mayo Clinic treatment, or you could retire and deal with that on your own. It would, it would give me a reason to not retire. Sure. Uh, let alone the eleven million dollars I'm on. It'd have to be like a buyout. I think. I think it's going to have to be a mutual thing, or else there's just no incentive for Peck, especially if he knows he's never going to play again. This is his last contract, yeah. and so this is the last big paycheck he'll ever make. And so there's little incentive for him to not try to return to the court. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get paid, you know, uh, at least a, a large majority. Of, I think it's all guaranteed. So he, he, Peck's going to get paid, you know, um, pretty much no matter what. I think there was some sort of provision that if he play, played under, knee, under 10 games this season or something, um, the Wolves could do a little bit more with the way they, um, you know, that money counts against their cap. Um, he's played 12 also, games this season, so we're over that. So that's not really something we can talk about. I mean, again, as the go to puts in, the, in his, his piece, it's a complicated question. There's lots because a lot of, of sports teams have insurance policies on their players. So if a player misses X amount of games in a season, this is all sports leagues, there's a certain amount of insurance that will take care of the contract for the player so the team's not yeah. taking the hit. And so I don't, there are so many complicated factors here. Sure. 
Um, the Wolves will obviously uh, stick with Pekovic until... You know, this is a difficult thing, though. Is there's one year left on the deal, it's a little easier to cut bait than when there's two. So yeah, I, I exactly. don't think uh, – I think Peck is a nice guy and people like him, but I don't think he's kind of the clubhouse presence that you would say you miss his leadership. And, uh, you know, it's sad because he's one of my favorite uh, players from the last decade for the Timberwolves. Yes. Uh, John Krasinski on the male pattern baldness. Uh, male pattern betcha, pod. You betcha uh, basketball is the name of the pod. They talked. He said that Pekovic was on pace to be one of the best centers in Timberwolves history. He's yeah. not the best. Yeah. And it was just uh, when we signed him, we knew these foot problems could be a thing. And it was just a risk you take. And, uh, you know, and by next year's NBA dollars, he's not going to be that big of a cap hit. Right. And it's just, I don't feel bad about that contract. You know, knowing what no. we know now, of course, I wouldn't give him the same contract if right. I had the hindsight of knowing he'd be injured. But yeah. at the same time, like, that was a smart decision at the time. I don't feel bad about that. And thank you, Nikola. Yeah. I mean, and we'll see. You know, I still think, you know, things are not good right now, especially all the quotes from Peck. Something I'm noticing in a lot of this media around Peck right right now is he's very um salty i guess Glum. and cold and and kind of yeah you, you just never kind of get these quotes from sarcastically sort of like pithy about you know how he's feeling and uh, stuff you, just, can, you can tell it's really taking a toll on him i saw a quote from him gone. saw a quote from him not in this is a go to piece uh, talking about um, he's speculating about his future life. Not, you know, you, you see Kevin McHale these days walking around, walking with a limp everywhere he goes. That is the reality for Pekovic right now. Yeah. Um, really walking with a limp for the rest of his life, feeling pain as he walks around as a human the rest of his life. So there's lots of things like that we're measuring. But, you know, I think on the basketball court, it's hard for the Wolves to be missing both KG and Peck at the same time. You really need one or the other to be out there. Yeah, that's why Adrian Payne was recalled from the D League, was yeah. because we needed some big bodies. We got Rudej playing some minutes right now. You know, actually, it wouldn't be that bad if Sam Mitchell actually embraced small ball. We we could piece together a lineup out of Gorgie, Cat, Bielitsa, yeah. Payne. But, yeah, you're right. Their presence is missed right now. Thankfully, listening to I'm – I'm giving all the shout-outs to the podcast today. As, <laughs> yeah, as to, we do, as we do, the community. Oh, we got such a good community. Darren Doogie Wolfson, everybody's favorite scoops yes. provider. His yes. podcast is called Scoops. Yeah, he's got all the rumors. He's got all the he's got, got all the you know talk from from the agents and stuff like that. Oh yeah, got a lot of great rumors. I won't spoil them. Go listen to his podcast. He's got yeah. what players the Timberwolves are scouting. Which there's a free agent that a lot of the Timberwolves front office are considering dropping a max contract uh-huh. this offseason. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal that. Go listen to the Doogie's podcast. Yes. He's great. But he did say on his podcast that, um, what were we just talking about? We are talking about Peck. And, oh, and, that's right. Yeah. KG and Kmart are looking like they'll play on Saturday against the Bulls. Okay, so KG's coming so back. So KG's coming back, which is good because yeah. it means that, you know, if KG didn't play another game this season, kind of like uh, when we traded for him last season where he played like two games two and didn't three, come back. Yeah. <laughs> like if he finished out the season without playing another game, I would be worried. Yeah. And so uh, that he would retire. Yeah. I, I'm on the record of saying I want KG back on our team next year. I think he's uh, such a plus on the bench. And I think that his influence on the players is stronger when he is a player than when he's a coach. When it's a coach, it's like, OK, this is somebody who's not playing the game talking to me. When you can see KG getting out there and playing defense better than everyone on the squad. Yeah. You respect his words a little <laughs> bit more. And so that's why I want him back. I want him to be a coach who knows what it's going to be like with the ownership change, whether he can still be a part of that ownership group and how that affects affects things but I really want him to come back next season so I'm very happy to hear that he could play on Saturday um, because I I don't want him to retire yet yeah let's hope both those guys come back uh, sooner and later is it, it sounds like uh, is KG. it too late to see KG 
It might might be too late to see him, but uh, sounds like you'll play a few more times. Yeah, at least get out there. And any game could be the last, though. You got to buy these tickets up. I was going to say about Pekovic. If I'm the Timberwolves right now and Peck is having any problems, I would sit him down for the rest of the year and just say, let's take another, let's take another eight to ten months off. And if you can play out your final contract year with us, that's more useful to us than you trying to tough it out through the last two months of a losing season. Yeah. I would rather Peck just take the rest of the season off. We don't need him this season, especially if he's going to be struggling and hurt. Don't risk this. Yeah. Like, Peck, we got you next season. Like, so I would give Pekovic the rest of the year off. Yeah, that might be one way to go about it. Uh, Scott, let's talk about Cat uh, and uh, Wiggins playing Call of Duty this oh, week. They did a live. Geez. So, anyways, Sunday they played Utah, right? Sunday? Yeah. And so, Tuesday and Wednesday, they played Lakers, Clippers, back-to-back. Uh-huh. So, Monday, they had an off day in Los Angeles. Okay, Which yeah. is fun, because a lot of these guys have, uh, you know, endorsement contracts, promotional contracts, with yeah. a lot of big-name companies. And they're uh, So, when they hit New York or they hit L.A., there's a extra shoot. Yeah. A little bit of extra promo muscle yeah. that goes into it. And so both cat and Wiggins are apparently sponsored by uh, call of duty. Oh, which I believe is still made by, by Activision. Well, you know, it's one of those things. I saw Levine tweet the same tweets thing out there. It's like, they send these players like the big box set of call yeah. of duty every year. And then they tweet it. And I'm like, the thanks, bundle. thanks for the bundle. And so it's free advertisements for those guys. But, uh, they brought Wiggins and cat into play. So this was at like the call of duty headquarters, right? I see. And this is reflecting my old gaming age it used to be Activision that is Call of Duty I okay. think it's still that but uh, either way they came to the company that makes Call of Duty it's Black Ops 3 is the one that's out right now All I right. believe hopefully it's not Black Ops now, 2 we're talking or I just PS4, myself are we talking Xbox what are we talking here um, it's PS4 Xbox One it's uh, PC as well but I think they were playing with uh, PS4 controllers okay the- so Cat and Wiggins they get together for this live stream there's a, it's a, there's a video you can check out online it's about 70 minutes long it's, yep. pretty, it's huge um, they, they played some new levels right yep. some like there's new maps. an expansion pack that they released for call of duty this week and this was the day before the expansion came pack came out all right and so they brought cat and wiggins in to play the new levels before they were released uh-huh. and so cat and wiggins were at a small disadvantage in that they didn't know the maps very much uh, yeah. but you could tell they knew the game they easily knew the game there was none <laughs> I mean, they like explain this about it like how they get together and stuff right. and you can tell they play a lot it, yeah. like they were asking like these shooters are complicated these days neil where you have to like pick a gun pick an attachment for your gun pick a second weapon then you pick like three loadout skills that give you special abilities and like these guys knew what their skills were they're like i choose this loadout with this player class and this player type because it gives me this yeah and it's just like these guys know this game and it was really revealing to watch them play just because i grew up as a huge video game nerd yeah even though like i stopped playing call of duty after modern warfare 2 it's just <laughs> like i know the terminology and i know what they're going through and when they slip into that video game mode they lose that protective layer of being careful of what they say, what the media wants, so being cognizant of that. They really do slip back into just their childhood kind of, I'm playing with my friends mode. And so you can, I found the whole experience very revealing of some personality traits. Sure. I'd like to take you through it real quick. Yeah, Neil. totally. You, I mean, uh, you, um, like, uh, I watched the whole thing. You're, you're, you know, way more about these games and stuff than I do. You're going to have to teach me a little bit about what you saw here based on the way they were playing and the things they were saying. Yeah, I'm going to give you a few interesting notes. First, yep. to start with the username, I couldn't <laughs> confirm whether these are names given to them by Activision or whether these were their own handles. I'm guessing they're not playing on their own handles. My guess would be they were able to create their own handles for this session. Sure. So they're not out in the public so people can just add them. (laughs) Yeah. And so people who know uh, Call of Duty know that you can have a little parentheses in front of your username that stands for your your clan. And so you can be in different groups and clans online. And so they were able to put a username with a little 
three to four or five letter uh, abbreviation before that. So for okay. cat, his abbreviation was cat. Nice and easy. I like to think of this as what they would put if they got a <laughs> high score on Donkey Kong or okay. Pac-Man. You get right. three initials. Three digits. Yeah. Three, three like, characters. Cat throws down cat. Makes sense. His username <laughs> is Blazing Gun. Okay. I like it. Next to shoot. Just a cool, cool name. Yeah. Wiggins. He gets to choose any three letters, maybe four, because there's people who use four letters. Okay. He chooses 007. <laughs> He's a James Bond fan. Oh, my God. That's like, you know, Goldeneye. some people go like U- USA, for Goldeneye, though. ASS. Yeah. But like, yeah, he's a little young for Goldeneye. He probably <laughs> was really into, like, Casino Royale, I sure. guess. But, yeah, he chooses 007, which makes you think he thinks of himself in a James Bond kind of way. Yeah. His username is Noob Hunter with two <laughs> zeros instead of O's. As you do. And I, I mean, you can draw your own inversions there. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be interpreting a lot of this. I'll let you interpret that one. Sure, what yeah. you think that reveals about their personality types? Wiggins focused on the killing. He's focused on the scoring. He was only cared about his kill to death ratio, okay. which I know all of our video game fans <laughs> listening. That's like your efficiency score, Neil. That's kill. like the difference between going like ten for twenty five and yeah. ten for fifteen. Assisted it's turnover. Your, yeah, it's assisted turnover. Kill to death <laughs> ratio is a big thing for shooting fans of yeah. online games, and and Wiggins was just killing that. He had the most kills, the least deaths. All right. But he was not contributing to like the captures for the like points. He was not contributing to assists where you like mostly kill another guy and someone else swoops in and gets the kill. Yeah. Whereas Towns filled all of those categories so much. Wow. But after the first game, Wiggins looked at his score and said, whoa, you almost got a quadruple double. <laughs> so you almost got a quad, quad dub. A quad dub in Call of Duty. Yeah. That's and, the thing. and Towns is all about helping the team. He, he said after the first game, because Wiggins had the Wiggins had like 50 kills and 20 deaths in the first game, like he dominated it and Towns won the game. He was the only guy. The other developers were on the other team with Wiggins. He somehow got on the wrong team. Towns won the game by capturing the most capture points. And so Towns says, quote, I was trying to win. You may have had more kills, but we won. It don't matter. That was Towns to Wiggins after it. And then at the end of the game, when they were talking about who was better, None of them had the like, uh, they're too prideful to admit the other one was better. I think Wiggins was a little bit better, if you ask me. <laughs> but Towns wouldn't say it. And Wiggins says, let's, let's put it this way you have all around game, I'm a straight killer. I kill people. All right. That's... Which I like to think he's talking about basketball, which is so true that Wig Towns fills up the, you know, the the lines, he gets rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, points. Sure. Whereas Wiggins is just kind of filling up the scoring column, but he's outscoring Towns all the way. The Call of Duty game directly reflects their NBA game, right? It's perfect. There. It's a perfect uh allegory to how they roll on the court. That's cool. That's cool. Also, if you watch it, I'd recommend you do it. It's fun, even if you don't care about video yeah. games, because they're chatting the whole time and as you would expect. Towns is great at trash talk. He really does seem like your buddy playing Smash Brothers with you. He's just talking game. He's good. he'll give you props if you kill him. He's not like he's like always yeah. putting you down. It's kind of like he celebrates your successes. He'll rub your face in his successes. Had a lot of good trash talk, including one of my favorite lines I've heard. I haven't heard anyone in all my online video game days say this one, where once Towns realized something was a good spot for people to camp, which is where they just sit there and shoot guys as they you yeah, know, come through a bottleneck. Yeah. Uh, Towns goes, don't be camping. And then he pointed at a guy across the room and he goes, he looked like he already think about s'mores. Oh, don't be camping. He'd think he already because he's thinking about s'mores. That's how much he's into camping. He's thinking about roasting those spores, making a bonfire, set up in a tent. He says, don't be camping. This guy's thinking about s'mores. It was so off the cuff. Well, I was going to say, if you play Call of Duty, look them up uh, in the game and uh, try and find them and uh, battle against some Call of Duty. Uh, Real quick for the end of our mail section or excuse me, of our main section here, Scott, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday coming up here in a few days, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. 
Uh, Could be best. Let's uh, let's compare uh, some Timberwolves players to uh, some football players. I uh, um, talked to a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Pullum. Uh, he is a big NFL fan. I asked him to compare Peyton Manning and uh, Cam Newton to Timberwolves uh, players. He, he, he watches a little NFL and enjoys the Wolves. Um, he said, you know, Peyton Manning, he says like Andrew Wiggins, quote, awesome, but soft spoken. So there you go. I thought he'd choose more of a vet guy, right? Yeah. Pay, uh, Manning's the end of his career. I would career. say it's like Tayshawn Prince. Like, yeah, he doesn't have the arm go. he used to. Like, Tayshawn can't take corner threes anymore. He always takes one step in. He doesn't have the yes. range he used to have. Peyton doesn't have the range. Um, they're both like, their bodies are portraying them. Yeah. And the the know, only difference is that I know Peyton Manning took HGH. I don't know if Tayshawn Prince did steroids. You know, Pullum said Cam Newton is uh, like Shabazz Muhammad, but maybe a little bit more vocal. I think, you know, with, with Cam Newton, what, what you get in there is, is the swag. You yeah. know, you're getting the, the personality and the, the kind of style to go with we it. We were talking so. about which Timberwolves player has the most swagger, and that used to be an easy question to answer, but now I'm not sure. Is it KG or Shabazz? Who has the most swag? Yeah, it kind of depends on your definition. Definition. I would, you Towns know, might have the most fun. I think Towns has got the most has the most confidence. Yeah. But, oh, you know, I right. think when you pair that with, you know, on-court skill and stuff like that, yeah, it might be Cat. Cat's taking bows in his rookie year, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's pretty swagalicious right there. What about any other NFL uh, Timberwolves well, I was relation, thinking, Scott? KG would be like the Jared Allen, maybe, uh, who's on the Panthers, where okay. he's like, he's at the last legs of his career and he's got this fan base that's like, you're really old, but we just want you to win one, you know? <laughs> yeah. So if we're comparing more players like that. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to think about like which Timberwolves players, like what MB, what NFL positions they would play. Like uh-huh. if the Timberwolves were an NFL team. Yeah. Like what would Ricky be? Like what would Ricky Ricky's quarterback? He's the quarterback. He's running the show. He makes point the guard, reads. Point throws, guard and quarterback are, are right. pretty related. He's running the show. Yeah, exactly. The, the, yeah, exactly. People call point guards the quarterbacks uh-huh. of their team. <laughs> okay. Right. And so then we're going to go, if it's up to me, my wide receivers are going to be Ooh. Levine Ooh. and Wiggins. Oh, can't go wrong with Take those. off. They're like the Randy Moss. Skinny, take off in a flash. They yeah. can jump higher than everyone. Like yeah. they can catch any pass. You just throw it up and they're going to jump like they have a better vertical than anyone in the NFL. Yeah. They'll beat you down the court. Here's a fun NFL fact. Do you know that the goalpost is the exact same height as an NBA rim? Oh, so if I an didn't. NFL player can dunk a football on the goalpost, they can dunk a basketball. We'll get that dunk. Yep. And so I can see Wiggins and Levine flushing a lot of footballs over it when they catch those passes. I would put Shabazz as my point guard. He just hmm. seems like one of those guys who's going to plow through some people. You know, he's got that kind of like put your head down and just barrel through. He's got that low center of gravity. Yeah. It seems like he could put on the muscle and the weight to just kind of be our like running back. I would put Gorgie and Towns on our defensive line because I really like the the trend of having tall defensive linemen who like stick up their arms. If they can't get in, they stick their arms up and tip a pass and ruin it. So I put them both there. I put like uh, Kevin Garnett as our safety. Okay, he's a little old. That's the only thing. He might not safety has to be a pretty athletic position, but I feel like KG kind of plays the safety on the defense where he stands in the middle and kind of reads the whole thing. He's in good shape. He'll keep up. He's got the defensive awareness to read it early enough to compensate for his lack of athleticism. Yes. yes. And then finally, offensive line Nikola Pekovic. No one's going to sack Ricky. No one sacks Ricky if Nikola's there. No one's going to push him yeah. over. Just you can have an offensive lineman oh, of one, one oh, person right on there. the offensive line. He's, he's the center. Yeah. No one's getting past him. Cut out of granite. There you go. Some uh, some uh, NFL, some football and basketball comparisons. We promise that's the last time we'll talk about the NFL. Yeah, we don't know on enough. our podcast. We don't know anything we don't about, know the NFL. about football, but I uh, hope everyone enjoys the the big game, as they'll say. 
on uh, Sunday. Cool. That's gonna do it. My for favorite me. thing is just the snacks. Mm, I like a lot of things. I like I like hanging out with people. I like the parties. I like the commercials. Uh, but I really love the snacks. Yum snacks. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday this week, everybody. Um, don't go anywhere. We have more podcasts for you. We have uh, plenty more um, segments coming up. Uh, we have a parody song we're gonna do. We have mailbag. Predict it. We're gonna play a game. Don't go anywhere. We got lots more Timberwolves the podcast. Launcher with a couple, you know, missiles. 
I'm ready for war. It's a mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mu 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 mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mu 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 mailbag. Letters on letters like the alphabet, yo. This segment's called Mailbag. So if you got a question about the wolves, let us know. There's a good chance that we'll read it on the show. Yeah, send us your letters. Send us your messages. Send us your carrier pigeons. We want to hear from you. Okay, it's mailbag time. We're going to read your questions. But first, let's talk about that little song we heard right there, Scott. That was the incredible vocal work of my downstairs roommate. It's a duplex. He lives downstairs. He comes upstairs and watches all the Timberwolves games with me. You've heard his name here on the podcast before. It's Matt Pullum. That's right. Everybody. Two shout outs in one show. Whoa. And also, taking it back to the old school episodes, let's talk about my wedding. He's saying at my wedding. Wow. He's got a beautiful voice, and um, he helped us uh, with that song. We, earlier in this episode, we said he was the NFL expert that we relied on, because he is. He's trying to learn the game of basketball, so he watches every game with me. And I tell him all kinds of wacky shit that's not real. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a triple di- dri- dribble and a quadruple <laughs> dribble. There's doesn't just stop it. Double dribble, yeah, my friend. fake rules and yeah, stuff. I'm always faking him out. Like He knows less about basketball than when he started, but he's trying Trying, and he's a Wolves fan, which well, is big. Well, I hope you enjoyed that KG song. We'll have that uh, available for you um, up on YouTube and stuff also, like that. Also, just, so just because we ripped off his song, is by Justin Bieber. In Shout case out you to didn't Bieber. Know. If you don't know, it's Justin Bieber. Sorry. Shouts to Bieber. I feel like everyone knows it, but there's a few people who don't. So. Yeah. Okay, time to, time to um, dig into the questions. Before we start, can I do an update real quick, Neil? Please. So if you are not following Miles Brown, M dot, is it M dot Brown on Twitter? M D O T dot. You like that? Yeah, D O T. Yep. M dot <laughs> Don't Brown. put a period in there. And he's a great follow, and he has been working with Towns to write an NBA diary for GQ. There's two entries so far. Whereas Towns will, he'll interview Towns and then write it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an NBA diary for Towns. And so last week we took a question when Miles Brown solicited questions on Twitter. I saw one that I really liked and we used it on the pod from John Farman. Right. So thank you at John Farman. And that question was? Would you rather fight one duck sized Nikola, one Pekovic sized duck yep. or a hundred duck sized Nikola Pekovic? That was the question. And we both agreed that the the idea would be to fight a giant duck because it's still a duck. Whereas a hundred Nikola Pekovic's, even if they're a foot tall, that's a hundred one foot tall like buff men that have like understanding like they could work they're humans like they yes. can figure out tactical advantages and Listen stuff like to that our last show if you'd like our full explanation right but i it's, it's notable because they use that question in the gq article and cat picked the opposite of us uh, oh. i like his reasoning he said i'll take the hundred duck-sized pekoviches because my feet are so big i could probably beat a lot of them up yeah there you go when that's a good point when you're 610 you got size 18s or whatever he's rocking there yeah. um you know you have different answer I, than i'm us. i'm six two i wear i wear <laughs> a size 12 there you go comfortable in a size 11 and a half to be honest and that's why I'm thinking more about how big these 100 pecs will be for me but Towns I mean not only is he bigger it has feet that are bigger than all the pecs but he has probably never seen Pekovic actually in his true monster form that we've seen him in. Absolutely. Like, if you ask me 100 duck-sized Pekovic's after they've had Achilles injuries, I would pick 100 of those. All right, let's dig into our real questions here. We have one. Thanks from- as always. I'm sorry to interrupt you again, Neil. That was... 
Yeah. Impolite. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Thanks as always to everyone say, sending in questions. You can hit us up at Wolvescast uh-huh. is a good way to follow us on Twitter mm-hmm. and hit us up there. You can also go to TimberwolvesThePodcast.com. There's a contact us form. If you don't have a Twitter account, that's fine. It's just distracting and hurts your brain anyway. So send them in. Send them in. Send them in. Our first question is coming to us from John. He's asked questions here before and he just keeps getting them in. He's a good he follow. Is, he's at JB John Bender on Twitter. He asks, uh, Wolves told members of a new scoreboard will be in before next season what are your favorite scoreboard features real or fake cool thank you so much for the question john yes we're very excited about the new scoreboard talk we might have talked about it before yeah we were we're always talking about these target center renovations um that have been promised for years and are uh you know hopefully coming this summer but until we see it uh we're gonna wait on that but we've been season ticket members before and we've been told it's coming before next season so And even on this podcast. I would like to take their word for them, but fool me three times, fool me four times. I mean, (laughs) I am just a sucker. Yes. So uh, potentially we're getting a new scoreboard. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be state of the art. It's going to go free throw line to free throw line, um, allegedly. And we're assuming that the way these scoreboards and TV screens work is that they uh, get better so quickly that like every new scoreboard will be the state of the art one in the Yes. Like slightly one ups the old one. The Kings new scoreboard puts the Cavs scoreboard to shame. That's and like right. the Houston Rockets, their scoreboard's so old at three years old. You so know, whenever this happens for the Wolves, we'll, we'll have the about six months of being being on Number top. Number one, and then and then the Bucks' new stadium will come. Boom. And that that's boom. Gonna so what are some what are some features that we're hoping for on this thing? You know, for me, the the, the best part about it is just full on screens. No more little light bulbs. We're going to be able to do whatever you want with any portion of the screens, whether it be showing the score, little box score area over here, while the main video is over here, while the replays happening over. Over here, what are some ideas you have, Scott, for some features? The thing I'm looking forward to is that in the Target Center, if you want to see how many assists or turnovers there are, they have these in the four corners of the uh-huh. arena. They have little uh, light-up LED bulbs, you know, not even LED, they're totally yes. fluorescent. Yeah. They have these little bulbs that light up that tell you the assists and stuff. And for whatever reason, we've never seen this anywhere else. I've never seen anywhere in hoops calculated like this. The one that calculates <laughs> a, like steals, blocks, and then rebounds. It's fun to know the rebound disparity, for sure. And then there's total, total, where they add the total rebounds to the steals and the blocks as as if that's a number. Hustle points, if you will. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, I count deflections and stuff. Sure. It's just weird weird uh, i'm excited to have all that info like on the screen we could see yep. like the stat lines of people in the game so we don't have to check our phones to see how many turnovers or how many points a player has yeah and uh also <laughs> we'll never be like when an opposite player checks in for the timber for the opposing team there's been this where it's a who he play for situation where we don't know where this d-league call up 10 day signing yeah, who's is he? who's he and we don't grab the program when we come in because <laughs> we have our cell phone if Sometimes, we really yeah, want to look something sure. up and it's, so we were just like who he we yeah. don't know who he is yeah and we look at the scoreboard it's like oh he's 32 well, great. Who's 32? Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to having that information readily available. I'm looking forward to having uh, 3D projection without the 3D glasses. You know, it's kind of like the 3DS does for Nintendo. Sure. Where you don't need to wear 3D glasses to get that 3D effect That'd be incredible. Them. Have, you know, have some sort of effects happening on the screen above you. Also, with that much screen real estate, I feel like we can dedicate at least a quadrant of it. To like a Ricky Rubio all the time cam. I love it. Where it's like wherever Ricky is, 
that camera's following him. If he's on the bench, the camera's on him. We get to see his reactions. He gets injured and goes to the locker room. Go into the locker room with him. We get to see his ankle taped up. I and love it. I when love he's it. in the game, it's just a camera that stays on him no matter what. The and Ricky Rubio cam. You can one-up it by saying fans vote for who you want to follow. You know what I mean? So it's like you Ooh. come in the arena, you vote oh, for, for who might nice. be playing the night, who you want to watch. Uh, you know, some interactive elements like that would be cool, you know, based on what the fans are looking for that night. I, I want a little screen portion for our Twitter feed where it's just our Twitter yes. feed. So we can just, oh, just watch ours, it. Just, just at Wolvescast. Just ours. Yes, of course. We don't follow anyone who's too blue. It's safe yeah, for a family. Good. We can see our tweets scrolling. That way, we don't have to take our phones wow, out. Wow. Yeah, I like that. The little addition. That, that'd be cool. What about uh, what about an area where you can play Call of Duty on some players are playing Call of Duty while they're on the bench? Mm. Maybe you know. Like again, that. we have some fans that get wireless controllers these days. You know, it's as easy as like leaving a spot blank. Like have the jumbotron and then just put a blank spot on either end just to kind of box it in, kind yeah. of bookends, yeah. and that spot you could use to project stuff onto from your own projector there you go so if like you're chosen maybe as like a you know sponsor or something of the game you get to pick what's up there just like uh you maybe want to watch something else you maybe want to see the weather lots of different opportunities for those kinds of things I like it. And, you know, we got this, like, you and I, sometimes we sit close enough where you can see the people that are near press row where yes. they have a little monitor set up and you can watch them watching Packers football games and stuff <laughs> and, instead of, like, the yeah. Timberwolves game. So we put a quadrant up there for that. You uh-huh. can watch whatever the big game is. If the Vikings have a playoff game and we go to the Mavs, uh, Timberwolves game, it's the same Sunday and no one's there. We could just fix that. It's all contextual. You can do whatever you want. That's cool. Uh, great. Thanks for the question, John. We're going to move on to the next one. Comes to us from Taryn. He is at Terrebear, T-E-R-R-B-E-R-R on Twitter. He writes, Hey guys, I've loved having KG back on the Timberwolves this season. Got me wondering, which former Timberwolf would you most like to bring back for next season? All right, cool. Well, let's um, let's just uh, make it free agents for next year, Scott. Um, so there's a lot of upcoming, former, there's yes. a lot of former Timberwolves who are going to be free agents. Yes. And you know, we can't go out and say we want Kevin Love back because he's not a free agent. <laughs> we are not going to trade from. These are people we could sign. Uh, I guess we did trade for KG, but it's kind of like the idea of bringing back people because someone who's available and, you know, these are all more veteran players yes. and, you know, they rage in age, but we're going to lose Tayshawn this offseason. We'll lose Andre and hopefully we won't lose KG, but we're going to need some veteran presence. OK, so here's the list we're working with. Let's Scott. work through it. Here are the former Tim Rolls who are free agents this offseason. We're going to start with Big Al. We got Derek Williams, Anthony Bennett, Wayne Ellington, Mo Williams, Randy Foy. Mike Miller. I put those two next to each other on purpose. I like Randy. I like Mike. <laughs> Anthony Tolliver. Michael Beasley. Chase Budinger. Wesley Johnson. Luke Richard Mbamute. Nice. Gerald Green. Lou Amundsen. Gary Neal. And Ramon Sessions. Those are our pool of players who are potentially... You Former know, Wolves. we got to return them to the back. pack. Coming on back. Scott, I'm going to start. If I could only pick one of these guys for what we need next year, we got some shooters. I'm going to go Randy Foy. Bring Randy back, Foy. Bring on back the fourth quarter Foy. I want him back on the team. He's playing uh, playing well. He's in Denver? Denver, I think, right? Yep. Uh, he's playing yep, for that's Denver That's correct. This he's season. playing with Mike. Yeah. I like Randy. I like Mike. Same team. Randy Foy. Reunited, and it still, feels so good. Still filling it up from three. We could really use some shooters. Shooting, you know, maybe off the bench. Give, give me Randy Foy. I, I would like that. What about you, Scott? Who, who would you like to bring back? I started on the same same path as you. Yeah, shooting. I want some spot up shooters. Some guys who don't want too many minutes. They're not going to expect to be a huge role on yeah. the team. So it's like slot in Mike Miller, or Randy Foy. Whenever you need some three point shooting, you good. Yeah. 
But instead, I'm going to go a different way. I want Big Al on this team. Let's bring him back. I think we can get him back. I think he's ready to not be like wow. a star anymore. Yeah, he'll accept that vet role, and he'll has he has the nastiest footwork in the league. Probably you Ooh, can't deny the so kind of good. big man post work teachings he could give to Towns and Gorgie. I think like adding him would add so much value to the post work of our bigs and even our smalls. Man, Wiggins, like we post up a lot of our guards, and so let's go ahead, bring. Big Al back, get him on a cheap deal because he's been injured so much in Charlotte. Wow. And have him be the teacher. I would love it. One of the best players to ever put on a Wolves uniform. Big Al. He's got the kind of amazing footwork, offensive moves. Mm. Maybe even teach Cat a little something. A consummate professional, too. Of course. You know, I can't bring Michael Beasley back into this locker room because he's going to mess up the chemistry. Big Al, whatever the chemistry is, Big Al is adding more water to it, so it's bigger chemistry. (laughs) I don't know anything about chemistry, by the way. I just made that up about chemistry, which is if you add water to any formula it adds more of the chemistry that's how chemistry works scott yep on this podcast for sure anyway. so big al is my choice you get bring randy back yeah i think randy's probably a little more likely just because of the salary that they'd be yeah expecting. they can they can probably afford him you know we just need some shooters though i think i think uh you know getting one of those guys would be great you know beasley you know like you said he's kind of a kind, kind of, of a head case kind of a little bit of a head case you we can do, never know what you're going to expect i keep him. saying we have room for one we we really it's i don't true. think we have any i mean adrian payne's the closest thing we have but we I don't, don't think he's we really don't a have head a head case, case no. i think he's just kind of emotional or yeah you he know, just frustrated Right, uh, he's just early in his career. We he's have young. room for a head case, so, yeah. so let's see could. what the draft. We'll see what the draft does first. <laughs> Maybe we'll draft a head case. If we don't draft a head case, we have room on this team for one. Michael Beasley, come on down. You're my favorite head case. Super cool bees. <laughs> Great, thank you so much, everyone, for sending in your um, questions and stuff to our mailbag. Appreciate it, John and Taryn from this week at Wolves Cast on Twitter or onto our contact page on our website. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. We're going to have a little sponsor right now, and then uh, we're going to be predicting the future. It's Timberwolves, the podcast. Everybody, it's Scott from Timberwolves the Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Neil. We're very happy today to be the official sponsors of Timberwolves' new ticketing app, Flash Seats. It's so much easier to go to games now without the hassle of paper tickets. Better for the environment too. That's right, you guys. They um, paid us today to uh, bring you the good news, and uh, that good news is Flash Seats is here, and it is the future. Okay, this is how every every uh, team in every league is going to be operating. Um, going forward and you know the wolves are just really forward thinking by bringing it on now it's great to have our ownership care about the fans so much that they would try to think of a way to make it easier for us that to deal with tickets like there's no disadvantage to flash seats everyone loves flash seats and i just think that like there's nothing better for Timberwolves fans. Absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the advancements in technology over the years. You know, we have, uh, you know, we have the toaster uh, going way back. Uh, we had Big. the per- personal computer. Um, you know, we then shrunk it down into smartphones. But now we have something even better. That's called flash seats. It's just the next evolution it's of the, everything. It's the only way you should be purchasing uh, your Timberwolves tickets. The best way, the only way to buy tickets uh, to the games. It's amazing. You really need to check out Flash Seats. And Flash Seats isn't just good for fans. It's good for the community. It's good for impoverished neighborhoods. In fact, if I were going to be honest, I think that it's safe to say that Flash Seats are the greatest thing to happen to the Timberwolves since Michael Beasley. 
If you can hear this, Pastor, you're the last hope we have. I repeat, if you can hear me, this is Scott, the former host of Timberwolves, the podcast, transmitting from the year 2124. You must stop flash sheets from taking over. We were so naive. They came for everyone we didn't even notice. You must resist if this robo-apocalypse is to be prevented. It's too late for me, but you can still save your timeline. If you can hear this in the past, you're the last hope we have. Tickets have never been easier thanks to the fine and upstanding folks at Flash Seats. Download Flash Seats today, available for Android and iOS. We'll be right back with more podcasts. Predict it. The crystal balls are out. We have our silly hats on, Scott. We're um, always accurate, 100% true, even if it hasn't happened yet. That's right. We are predicting Some of it. our predictions are still in progress. Neil, you're a little behind on one of yours. That's right. I did predict that Carl uh, Anthony Towns uh, would make more three-pointers than Ricky Rubio uh, this season. Right now, uh, Ricky is up by 10 three-pointers. He's hit 28 threes on the year. Cat has hit 18. Come on, Cat. You can do it. You, you can know, do it. all it means is that, like, Ricky misses like two weeks, a little subtle tanking move at the end of the season, but we still want Cat to get the Rookie of the Year. There we go. It's that's, a, that's a bridgeable gap. That's, that's when we'll catch up. Um, let's see. We get, uh, some... I came close on a few of my predictions this week. Man, oh. the last two weeks. It's The last two weeks are the most time to watch, fun time to watch a losing team because we played a lot of great games. Wiggins had a career high of 35 against the Cavs Ooh. two weeks Ooh. ago. Two 31-point nights in a row in LA, yeah. including one where he scored 25 points in the first half. Wow. And I turned to Matt Pullum. And I said, this is the night. This is the night my predicted becomes true. 40 points for Wiggins. Trying to get 40. Not quite there yet. But if he takes, keeps taking threes, three of four from the Clippers game, that's what it's going to take. Wiggins will score 30 points a lot if he hits a couple threes. And so once he hit a couple threes, I thought we were on our way. Just not there yet, but I could still see it happen in this season. I'm not giving up on my prediction. Great. So for predicted this week, uh, I'll start us out. My prediction um, is Andrew Wiggins will win Rising Stars MVP for the second year in a row. He won last year as a rook. I think he'll win it this year as a soft. Uh, I don't think it's ever been done before in the history of the game. I could see it happening. I did predict last week uh, that uh, the the world team uh, would win. And, that's uh, Wiggins' team. So Wiggins you have to team, win to so win the MVP. Yeah, you definitely need to have the win. You're so. doubling down on your prediction. So we'll really. see. You know, and if he doesn't win, it'll probably be at the hands of of our buddy and Carl uh, Anthony Towns. So you know, you know we'll, why we'll I think uh, he's going to do it. Why I agree that? with you, Wig. Yeah, because he was playing Call of Duty and like the guy who made the game <laughs> was killing him on most of the games, and Wiggins kept getting really angry and defensive. He was like, I'm coming in second, which once again, this is a team game. You either win or you lose, but he's judging his individual stats here. He's like, I'm coming in second every game. He's telling the town, trying to defend himself. Final game, he's like, I gotta do this. I gotta get him. I gotta finish first. And he locked in. He was so serious. It was like watching him play in the fourth quarter lately where he's hitting all these jumpers and just being the man. Where he locked in and he killed it in the final game. He got first place easily in the final game. And he was just like, he he made his mind up. He was so determined. He didn't want to lose. He wanted, Not only did he not want 
know, it was he wanted to be the best of everyone who played. There you go. Well, you know, this is Wiggins' only event in the All Star um, weekend uh, coming up next weekend in his hometown of Toronto, Canada. So I think he'll show out. I think he'll have a yeah. little a little edge. Uh, so hopefully that happens for Wiggins. Scott, what is your prediction? Also for the All Star break, I mm. predict that we'll get a Ricky Rubio Instagram on a tropical island. I'm also going to predict. I was going to say the ocean. I'm just going to say the beach. I'm going to okay. chicken. I'll say the beach is involved. Nice. Ricky on the beach, preferably with another NBA player. I was going to say with another Wolves player, but it could just be with like the Gasols because the Gasols didn't make the all-star game. But either way, I predict we'll get an Instagram from Ricky Rubio in a tropical setting. There you go. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's something that's that, the real all-star reward, right? That's there. what happens. I mean, you got even like vets. I mean, I remember last year when Dirk, I think was added as a replacement. He was kind of bummed because he had oh, a vacation yeah. all yeah. planned. Oh. He was ready to go. So I think, you know, most guys this uh, upcoming week really, and especially since the NBA, has added more days to the all-star break uh you know for the for the players to you know you have got a whole a, week now really have a full week you know that just that just ups your vacation uh, plan man, ricky, can, re- ricky could fly home and have a solid five full days in spain before he comes back i don't think he's going to spain i think he's going to a tropical island to reiterate yeah so yeah okay, okay so there's definitely going to be island involved um you know just some sand and some water ricky and another out. nba player it's not going to just be ricky by himself you do see that sometimes they team ricky up is, a little team bonding maybe you know maybe yeah. like ricky and gorgie are going to go somewhere Somewhere together, something exactly, like that. something like that. Merge the vacations. I like that. That's cool. Well, great. Predict it. Those are our predictions. Uh, let us know what your predictions are uh, for the next. You should stop saying that. No one's ever let us know their predictions. Yeah, why not? Why this is the pre- challenge to the fans? If you're listening to this and you're like, we have a lot of great followers who hit us up every week with feedback. They've never hit us up with a prediction. Predictions. We want more predictions. Just predict it. Like, it, it we'd be to... so shocked that you're going to make the show. Like, no one's making <laughs> predictions. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like this will happen on the court. Just be. Like, like you know, uh, Carlton Towns will say this, or 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 Garner, or Sam Mitchell will will try this. It can be anything, or uh, uh, you know, KG by Justin Bieber will rocket up the pop charts, and I'll be uh, that's what's gonna happen. That, that's definitely happening. Predict it. That's the end of predicted for us right now. Is it too late now to see KG? KG, it's in your head. Right. It's stuck in your head. It's stuck in your head already. Uh, we have one more segment for you. We're gonna play a game and wrap up the show. So don't go anywhere. It's Timberwolves the podcast. Okay, time to wrap up the show. Scott, you have a game. Uh, I do have for a game for to... you. I take this from my days of doing trivia every Tuesday night, still going on, 6 Great. p.m. Oh, Darby's yeah. Pub and Grill. It's oh, right yeah. next to Target Field. You should come. You can Darby's. say hi. We can meet each other. If you formed a Timberwolves team, that would be really <laughs> cool, too. Anyways, this is a game we play sometimes at trivia. It's called Before and After. If you've watched Price is Right, you know this category. Not Price is Right, Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Yeah. You know this category. And if you don't, let me explain it. I'm going to give Neil two clues. And he's going to take the answer to both clues and mash them together Great. to make a before and after. Yes. So, for example, Neil, if I said, name the Chrysler minivan that was picked first in the 2015 NBA draft, you would say... Carl Anthony Town & Country. That's right. Okay. Town & Country is a minivan by Chrysler. Carl Anthony Towns is first the pick. other half. So you mash them together. Neil, this is the only challenging part. All the names will be Timberwolves draft picks. Former Timberwolves draft picks will be one half of the equation. So I'm going to read you two clues, and you're going to try and mash the clue name, the clue answer into the in the name of a Timberwolves draft pick. All right, before and after. Here we go. Question number one: The third pick in the 2008 draft is also the first and largest integrated nonprofit medical group practice in the world. It's the OJ Mayo Clinic. Yeah, 
that's right. That's right. Getting you started. You're rolling a little easy there on that one. OJ Mayo Clinic. The OJ Mayo Clinic. There it is. Wow. Third overall. Number two. OJ. The fifth best-selling video game of all time was drafted with the 34th pick in the 2008 draft. (laughs) Second round pick. 34th overall. 1985 video game. Fifth best-selling of all time. Uh, I don't know. What is it? Super Mario Chalmers, of course. Super Mario. Oh, we tricky, drafted Mario. Tricky, we tricky. drafted Mario. Yeah, yeah. Well, you won't forget about that. Wow, I was thinking like Peck or something. Yeah. He was second rounder. Uh, he was like thirty first. Oh, wow. Super Mario Chalmers. Got a draft on that. Wolves one. drafted. Wolves drafted Rio Chalmers. Okay. That's right. All right. Question three. Uh, NBA champion Rio Chalmers. There by the go. way, yeah. let's, uh, let's sure. not get it twisted. Yeah. Number three. Your favorite type of formal neckwear. Was the Wolves' 18th pick in the 2009 draft? 2009. What's your favorite neck, formal neckwear to wear, Neil? Bow tie. Okay. And a uh, guy we drafted. Oh, bow tie Lawson. That's right. We <laughs> drafted another one. That's another tough one where it's like you drafted him, but you did not play a game for your franchise. Oh, yes. I've got a Ty bunch Lawson. of those. I got a bunch of All those. Right. In this. I'll, I'll expand my mind to think about those. Yeah, Ty Lawson out of UNC. Okay. Our okay. third point guard drafted in that draft. Ricky, Johnny Flynn, then Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson, okay. And we somehow kept Flynn out sure, of all of those. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, number four. This deadly animal is responsible for the death of the crocodile hunter. And was the fifth pick in the 96 draft. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin. Stingray Felton. Oh, is no. Is that right? <laughs> 96 draft. Oh, 96. Oh, that was the first thing I thought. You got the first oh, part right. Uh, Wolves draft pick in 1996. Stingray. I don't know. Stingray Allen. That's right. Stingray <laughs> Allen. You got it. There it is. Stingray oh, we should have kept Allen. that one. We should have kept that Marbury, one. Marbury. Trading for Marbury Crazy. on draft night. <sighs> Oh, man, could so you imagine? Tough. KG and Ray Allen were so close to playing way so before tough. the Boston years. Yeah. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Number five. <laughs> we got two more. Number five. This famous New Orleans rapper was the 28th pick in 2009. Lil Wayne Ellington. That's right. Lil Wayne Ellington. <laughs> I got his Walking jersey. Walking like a man. I have an Ellington jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you have an Ellington jersey. That's, That's right. right. Well, which number? He changed his number halfway oh, through. his first one. Whatever <laughs> that is. I don't like know 13 or yeah. 19 or yeah. something. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. He's in the teens. All right. Last one. Yep. This lackluster St. Paul music venue is where I saw my first concert, and it was also the sixth draft pick in 2006. Sixth draft pick in 2006? 2006, sixth draft pick. It's also a lackluster St. Paul venue where I saw my first concert, which was Bad Religion, Less Than Jake. Is the venue station four? No, that's the shittiest. It's not around anymore. That is absolutely the worst. That's why I said it was uh, one You're of the talking about Roy Wilkins. That's right. So that means you mean Brandon Roy Wilkins. That's right. Brandon Roy Wilkins Auditorium. Very good. <laughs> you got it. The before and after. There it is. Impressive. Ding, ding, ding. Brandon Roy Wilkins. So many Timberwolves draft picks never played for us. So many like really good think? players we drafted and then let them go. Like We chose the bad one. We were yeah. like, we drafted really well. Like We drafted really well, but we don't always keep the awesome draft picks we get. Uh, Oh my goodness. Tell Good us times. all those time. Son as old as rhyme. All right, that does it for our show, episode twelve of Timberwolves the Podcast. Appreciate you joining us and listening to our show. Um, Share please, it. 
please share it, with uh, your share it with your pals. That's what we need from you right now. Like uh, maybe you have a friend that's not in the Timberwolves basketball, just kind of knows about the Timberwolves. But like really, KG, everyone knows about KG, even though they don't care about the Timberwolves that much. It's just kind of a pop culture thing to know. And everyone knows Justin Bieber. So maybe share it with a Justin Bieber friend you have. Absolutely. You guys. Uh, never say never. You know who you want to share this with. Just think about that person. I never brain. realized that never say never is so close to KG's anything is possible. Uh, we, might ha- we might have to do Bieber another. and KG. Let's oh, my God. Hand in hand. Let's do another mashup song. Let's do another parody song. Perfect. It's all good. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll have back. a good Super Bowl. I hope you bet lots of money and win it all. And if Super you don't Bowl. bet lots of money, I hope you get a cheese log because that's one of my favorite snacks. We have a short NBA week next week, but uh, we will be back with the show you know uh, before All-Star setting you up for All-Star and stuff. So we looking forward to that. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, a man who chases two rabbits catches none.